So good morning, everyone, and welcome to CWNY Sustainability Webinar in collaboration with New York City Parks. And now let me introduce Jennifer Greenfeld, Assistant Commissioner of Forestry, Horticulture, and Natural Resources. Jennifer manages the department's nature portfolio, including over 600,000 street trees, 150,000 park trees, and 10,000 acres of natural areas. Over the last 23 years at parks, Jennifer led critical efforts to study the health of street trees and to quantify the impact of trees on the urban environment. She played an important role in Million Trees New York City and has overseen the restoration and management of 2,000 of acres of natural areas. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Victoria. Um, I'm so thrilled to talk uh, to this group. Um, it's very exciting to get a chance to talk about what I do to a new audience. So, it's, um, uh, Victoria, can you just let me know if you can see my screen okay? I can. That's great. All right. So I'm going to talk about nature in New York City. Um, and um, and uh, I will uh, be first kind of giving you a bit of a tour to show you what nature looks like in New York City. These are two baby um, night crowned herons and um, uh, why nature is important. Uh, it's not always the first thing people think about in New York, how we at parks care for the nature that's in New York City, how you can learn more and what you can do. Because um, I know this is a very action oriented group. So uh, I'll just hop right in and show you two views of Manhattan. They're views I'm sure you've seen before. Um, one from the north, one from the south. Uh, the one from the north is uh, from the south is, is what people think of when they think of New York City buildings, skyscrapers, um, business. Uh, but if you just look on the northern end of Manhattan, you'll see uh, this. You'll see a lot of green space. This is um, in the foreground is Inwood Hill Park, and it's got some of the oldest trees in the city. They were last cut in the Revolutionary War time when mercenary Hessians were occupying Manhattan. And um, uh, and since then, it's been left to grow. And uh, so even in Manhattan, and this is just off the A train, we have some pretty fabulous uh, natural areas in New York City. And so I'll take you a little bit on a, 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 a little bit of a tour, uh, starting at the very north. Um, this is Pelham Bay Park in the Bronx. Um, and what's so great about the, the natural areas in New York is that um, we sit in this sort of confluence of a lot of different ecosystems from the uh, sort of southern New England, rocky coastline is what you see in the Bronx, down to the mid-Atlantic, and we're going to end our tour in the southern part of Staten Island. Uh, and that means that there's a lot of diversity, a lot of diversity in sort of ecosystems and species, because there's this different kinds of um, ecosystems and sort of natural features and also this combination of fresh water from the Hudson River and uh, salt water. So it really attracts a great diversity. So then we'll take you down the Bronx River, um, free flowing natural river in New York City uh, to Van Cortlandt Park, one of the largest parks, Pelham Bay Park is actually the largest park in New York City. Um, really some healthy, beautiful forests here. Down to Inwood in the winter, a different view. Uh, Cunningham Park in Queens, um, going now further south. Uh, we'll see some um, salt marshes uh, along Bush Terminal in Brooklyn with where you get some pretty phenomenal city views. 
and then keep going down south to Wolf Pond Park in Staten Island and finishing our tour, the southernmost point of New York State, in fact, not just New York City, which is Conference House Park in Staten Island. And um, the natural areas are really varied here. This is a lot of very unusual scrub, shrub of sort of coastal forest. So as, as you can tell from the pictures that I've, I've um, shared with you that New York City isn't just built, only 40% of it, 60% is natural in some way, whether it's what you think of as a natural area or it could be the landscaped area of the um, sort of formal areas. It could be parks or cemeteries or backyards. That's at that 29%. And the natural areas, again, you might think of as um, forests or grasslands or um, wetlands like salt marshes, rivers, uh, freshwater wetlands. So it gives you an idea of nature in New York City, but really when you compare it to all the different competing, uh, sort of competing, I would say, uh, needs and um, demands on space and real estate in New York, it better be pretty important uh, for us to be managing it and protecting it. And you can quantify benefits for New York City parks. Uh, for This is a way of quantifying benefits in dollars, you know, pollution removal, avoided runoff from rains, um, annual carbon sequestration and storage. So you have dollar values of the canopy, for example. Um, you have very specific uh, um, ways it addresses climate change in terms of not just removing air pollution, but um, reducing local air temperatures. And extreme heat kills more people than many other um, sort of extreme weather uh, um, events uh, combined. So it's really important in a lot of different ways. Uh, when you think about wetlands, so the other part of the natural areas, they provide uh, some um, benefits in terms of storm surge, flood protection, habitat and biodiversity, protecting our water quality and providing access and re re recreation. So, you know, what's so critical about New York, it is, it's not just that, it's in this really interesting confluence of different ecosystems and, you know, it's on the Atlantic Flyway, so it gathers a lot of birds that need, a re need rest, but it's in, close proximity to over 8 million people. So I, I always think like if you if you do have um, sort of some connection to or caring for nature in areas outside of the city, what be better way to protect them to make sure people in the city also care about it and they have experience with nature. So um, the parks department has a huge responsibility when it, when it comes to these um, pieces that I was just describing. We manage half of all the natural areas, that sort of sliver of 11%, and we um, manage about 12% of all these landscapes, this sort of almost 30% of the um, land area in New York City, and half of all the trees, no matter where they grow. And so we take that responsibility extremely seriously. So I'll just talk about a few ways that we do that. Um, when I talk about trees in New York City or New York City parks as urban forests, I put them into three different buckets. One are the trees that grow along the street. The second one are the trees in the forest, these natural areas. And the third one is sort of everything in between the trees that we manage in kind of landscaped or active areas of parks. Uh, and when I talk about wetlands, again, it's about half of everything that it's in New York City. Um, the rest of it is um, a lot of it is under the jurisdiction of the National Park Service, so it is protected. Uh, but um, but I do talk about salt marshes, freshwater wetlands, and streams. 
So we do a lot to protect these natural areas. Um, we do a, a host of different approaches to restoration. This is an example of how we look at our um, natural area forests. We uh, manage invasive species and then we plant. Uh, so we do this both on extremely disturbed sites, but also on sites that may have a great canopy layer, but don't have young trees growing up to replace them as they age. Um, in salt marshes, again, we have a host of different uh, restoration approaches. One is to actually restore salt marshes by taking out fill from areas that were historically salt marshes, but used as dumping grounds for years. And once you take out that fill, um, it, the hydrology sort of, and plant it appropriately, the hydrology just sort of takes over and the salt marsh restores. I wouldn't say it restores itself, it definitely takes caring, but that's an example of some of the things we've done in terms of freshwater um, restoration. We, for example, um, created this fish passage, which is kind of a little ladder where um, eels, not eels, sorry, alewife, a kind of herring travels up this ladder to get over this dam in the Bronx River. And these are fish that travel from northern Canada to come back. They find their way back to the Bronx River to spawn and they provide a huge amount of, they're very low on the, um, on sort of the, the, uh, what's it called? The, um, uh, food chain. So they provide a lot of, uh, food for, birds that are flying through and a lot of other animals. So it's really important that we provide additional habitat. So this way they get access to acres and acres of habitat upstream. We have conservation monitoring compliance programs uh, that look at uh, the little baby terrapin, uh, it's a protected turtle, uh, monitor a host of different things, including potentially eroding salt marshes. That's what that picture is. And then we also look at um, where our plant material comes from as we're doing restoration. We have an amazing place in Staten Island, the Greenbelt Native Plant Center that collects seed responsibly from the local area and stores it for future use, like very much future use in seed banks, sort of Noah's arcs of seed, but also use some of it to propagate and grow our own plant material so we have the appropriate native plant composition when we do restoration work. And we also study, uh, we have a great partnership with the natural, with the um, uh, the U.S. United States Forest Service, uh, a house in Fort Totten, um, not far from your new headquarters, uh, where we have a residential space. So researchers, we can make it easy and affordable for researchers to come study nature in New York City and a laboratory and meeting spaces. So that's a little bit about what nature is, how we take care of it. And I wanted to offer you some ways that um, uh, you can learn more. Since this is a, a brief talk, I ran through things very quickly. Uh, you can learn more. You can go online. Our partners at the Natural Areas Conservancy took a lot of our data and work that they've done, and they've they they um, have uh, put it in a beautiful series of maps that are interactive, where you can click on different sort of icons, parks anywhere around the city, and understand the natural areas, wetlands, forests, what we've restored, um, what we're working on now. Uh, then you can also learn more about our street trees, which I didn't talk about very much in this talk, but there's, uh, we count every street tree every 10 years. We've done it three times now. Maybe some of you participated because we, we worked with volunteers to complete this. Uh, and we have this beautiful report online where you can really learn dig deep into the street tree population and how it's changed over the last 20 years. Uh, and this is our increased numbers of street trees over, over time. Uh, and then if you really want to go crazy with maps, 
all of the trees, the, street, the trees along the street that are under parks' jurisdiction that we manage are <clears throat> are then are are shown on this public interactive uh, tree map. So you just Google NYC trees tree map. You'll probably get this, and you literally can click on any of these dots. Uh, look up your address, learn more about the tree. It'll give you its ecological benefits. You can favorite it and you can, um, uh, and you can uh, uh, learn about it and you can record care if you've learned how to take care of it. So that is um, one of the next things I'm going to get to is talking about if you want to do even more than learning about it, how you can participate and help us protect New York City's nature. One of the easiest things is sign uh, the, the, um, the declaration uh, to nature in New York City. So there's a part of New York City Nature Goals 2050. You can go online and take a look at that. And there's a declaration, again, that you can sign that basically is explaining how all New Yorkers have a right to great nature. And by adding your name to this, you're showing support for the protection and management of nature in New York City. So I'm, I'm starting from the real easy stuff where you don't have to leave your house. Um, this is maybe one step further. You can follow the Natural Areas Conservancy, one of our nonprofit partners. You can attend their events for free or you can join them to support them. So donating money is also always a way to show your support. Uh, you can get up out of your couch. It's a safe place to get into the parks and, uh, and experience nature. To me, that's, that's the best way to get a sense of, of what it does, how it changes you, um, when you walk through it, the peace of mind, the quiet, um, and not so quiet when there are birds and other families enjoying the, the parks. These, um, parks listed here have really well designed trail systems that are marked and where you can get, um, good trail maps online. Uh, and then finally, you can actually do something in the park. You can volunteer. We have a great stewardship program online. There are, we're back in business after COVID and we uh, um, have a lot of events over the next couple of, I would say month or two through November, uh, where we'll be planting trees. We have limited sizes, so um, they'll fill up. We can't have more than 25 plus people at an event. So I, I hope to see you there sometime soon. And um and if you have your own yard, you can take some of the things you've learned from this talk today, uh, from things you might look up at online, and you can plant native species in your own yard. And we have a great guide online uh, to give you an idea of what, of what you should be planting and what you shouldn't be planting, which might even be easier sometimes. And this will help support pollinators and flowers and agriculture all over, um, not just in New York City, but, but even outside of it. So thanks for uh, giving me a few moments of your time uh, to share what I do um, and um, uh, how you can help participate in uh, caring for and managing New York City. Thank you, Jennifer. That was a very comprehensive presentation on the natural habitats in right here in the five boroughs. So thank you all for attending. Uh, do visit uh, cwny.org if you would like to uh, make sure these educational programs continue. We have uh, a cwn.org slash donations slash, or if you'd like to become a member and support us that way, cwny.org slash membership slash. And uh, please do take care of our environment and thank you for joining us.